Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride-or-die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. It's Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host. Rob Radford. Fly ball to center field. Hit pretty deep. To the wall. Oh, my goodness. Unbelievable. Clear the deck with a topiary tater and a first of the big leagues for Nick Gonzalez. My goodness. 442. Nick Gonzalez, the number seven overall pick in the 2020 draft, goes deep. Greg Brown with an excellent call. So good that it was the baseballs and boring home run call of the day. Speaking of baseballs and boring, we want to thank FanDuel for powering us throughout the season, joining our family. So good. So good to have them aboard. And it's so good to have everybody going to the socials at BB isn't boring, Twitter, Instagram, producer Evan doing an excellent job. Go check out his power rankings. By the way, we dropped yesterday afternoon. He nailed it once again. I think he's really, really in the groove. And by the way, the Reds are heating up. They're climbing the rankings. Go check those out. There's a lot going on in baseball on Tuesday. Acuna goes deep. J.D. Martinez goes deep. Now he has 300 home runs. Congratulations, J.D. Lisa Rise right still at 400 or just a little bit below, 399. Terry Francona, best wishes to Terry Francona. Wasn't able to manage uh, due to illness, so hopefully he feels better. And speaking of manager, this is what this podcast is all about. So it's a little bit complicated putting together this podcast because I went into it thinking one thing and then another thing sort of popped up. So what I... As I was watching the Boston Red Sox throughout the 
last month, couple months, I noticed Justin Turner was always, 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 really at least a few times a game, really sitting next to Alex Cora. Always talking to him. Obviously, he's become a leader on that team after being a leader with the Dodgers. So it made me think, was this sort of the gateway? Was this the runway to him ultimately becoming a manager? So that's when I started asking questions. First, one of the people I asked the question to was his, is his teammate and teammate back with the Dodgers, Kenley Jansen. This is what Kenley had to say, simply put, when I asked him about Justin managing. I mean, I know that Justin has a long way to go here, but still, you've been around him. This probably be a damn really good manager, I'm yeah. telling you that. And I would love to be his pitching coach. So I'm not Ooh. looking. I'm not looking forward to, to to coach when I'm done playing. You know, but if he will be a manager, I will damn sure would love to be his pitching coach. All right, let it be said, let it be done. All right, so you get the gist of it. Kenley Jansen, who's been around Justin Turner a long time, really, really believes in this guy. But he's not the only one. So I talked to Turner and I talked to Alex Cora, and. Both of them were much more insightful on the matter than I could have ever imagined. So I'm going to play you both of them. I'm going to play you Alex Cora first, and then I'm going to play you Justin Turner. And part of it is what Cora has done in terms of trying to sort of mentor him. But you're going to hear something within Cora's answer, this this moment where he brings in Turner brings in Kike Hernandez, and brings in Kenley Jansen to talk about what happened in Houston. He obviously was the bench coach in Houston when the Dodgers lost the World Series, the cheating scandal that Cora was a part of. And so he had to address these guys. And why did this come up? Because when you're talking about managing, a lot of this is about communication. I think that through all this this podcast, this is going to be the constant theme. So I'm going to let you listen to Cora, and then I'm going to let you listen to Justin Turner talk about his own view of managing, which I find fascinating. And then we're going to get into Kenley Jansen. So with Kenley, really the majority of the conversation isn't about Turner managing, but it was about what Cora said in regards to that meeting. And how that impacted him, how that impacted those players. And if you tie it all together, think about what Cora did there. The importance of biting the bullet and meeting with these guys and communicating his thoughts where it could be this huge elephant in the room. It was an awkward situation where the guy, one of the guys who was very, very involved with a cheating scandal that those Dodgers players firmly believe stole a World Series from them. Now he's their manager. So the minute they get to spring training, the minute that Turner gets to spring training, Cora gets those guys together and meets with them. So Kenley really gets into that. But let's start with the, the Justin Turner talking about what it takes to be a manager or Alex Cora talking about what it takes to be a manager, how he views Justin Turner, then Turner talking about it, starting with an example of how Alex Cora has pulled him aside and sort of told him this is how you do this and this is how you do this. And then we'll get into Kenley. 
So, once again, start with Alex Cora talking about how he has taken Justin Turner under his wing like he hasn't taken any other player he's had under his wing. Here you go. Here's Alex Cora. You actually took the time to explain moves like in games. As I don't know if that's something that you ever had or something that you said, if I'm a manager, I'm going to do. No, I just feel like, especially with veterans, you know, like uh, I, I, I think this is the first guy that I had managed that I can, with all the respect to the other ones, like I see the... I think the willingness to do it, you know. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen in the future, but uh, I do believe, you know, if he want, really wants it. Um, the other one was Mitch, but uh, if he really wants it, I believe he'll be a good one. So just walking through it, you know. Uh, this is the first time our DH is not in the cage while we're playing defense. <laughs> so, so he's around and we talk, you know, and, uh, you know, it just... He's, he's, he's engaged, you know, and he he, he has played defense. He, he's paying attention to the pitchers, you know, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great conversation, you know. Like, he, he has his thoughts, and uh, obviously, you know, just to share my thoughts and the way I see it, it's been, it's been good. Did you anticipate that you knew him, but, I mean, it, was it? it I, I, knew, I knew he was involved. I knew he. Right he, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, knew I mean, like, from the conversations right away, uh, one of the things that, you know, coming into the situation, I remember me and Ramon, we went to see Kike, Pivetta, and uh, who else was there? Uh, ref to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to see Sander, but he signed. Uh, but I call him, and, and the conversation was a good one right away. Um, we, we had some thoughts about hitting, you know, in the offseason, talking about it. Um, you know, I think honestly, like with him, is it's been cool because obviously of what happened in seventeen. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, I I sat down with him, uh, Kenley and, and Kike, and gave them my thoughts about it. And he was like, "I'm glad you did this." You know, mm-hmm. like this is something I was like looking forward to. It, yeah, you know? <laughs> in a sense, you know, so yeah. we can like hit the ground and run. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 just been very honest with him the whole time and uh it's been fun to manage him it's funny you say that i mean that's an example of communication like we were just talking i was talking to him about how managing has evolved how you have to as a manager more than ever communicate it can't just be like i'm gonna sit in my office and let the clubhouse take care of it right? yeah it's something that uh i obviously take pride you know it's uh it's a different clubhouse every year shoot it's a different clubhouse uh before august first and after august first right mm-hmm. you know it's it's something that uh it keeps evolving right now if you look at us you know mm-hmm. who we were coming into the season who we are now is it's a different a, a complete different team right mm-hmm. and uh you have to make sure you you talk to them and but at the same time let them breathe you know mm-hmm. like uh there's a fine line between it's my clubhouse and it's their clubhouse right i think it's our clubhouse yeah and you just keep talking to them and Whatever they need, you're there for them. But at the same time, kind of like let them be. When you know players, there was that run of of, and I think we talked about it way going way back. That run of players becoming managers right away, like right, like like out of the gate. I, I, like Robin Ventura is the guy. Oh, Robin. Right, Walt Weiss. I think may have been another one. Now it's like it's. I don't know if there's that. There's 
there's some stops along the way, and maybe this is a stop along the way for him, right? Of thinking about it ahead of time. Yeah, um, and I, I honestly hate the conversation because I, I hated it when I was a player. You know, like oh, he's going to be a manager. I'm like, no, I want to play. I want to yeah, play. Yeah, well, yeah, that's yeah. basically yeah. You yeah. start talking about that, he's yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. But he's he's actually really good. He can yeah. play until he he wants to. Uh, the one thing I, I, I tell guys, you know, that had a conversation with an ex-player three days ago, kind of like, what do you want to do? Oh, I want to get in. I'm like, well, make sure you really want to get in. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the family aspect and enjoying your life before you go. You know, and uh, just detach yourself from the oh, when I used to play. You know, like, ah, oh, I used to do this. I used to do that. You know, I should, you know, I can I can play defense right now. No, you can't. That's why you're freaking retired. <laughs> they, they let you go. So I, I, I make sure to tell the guys, kind of like, make sure you detach yourself from the game. You know, if you still have an itch to play, even if it's, you know, AAA or whatever, I, I want to keep going, you know. And uh, I had conversations with players in the past, kind of like, oh, I want to coach in the minor leagues, you know, like in winter ball. And they're like AAA guys or independent baseball. Blah, blah, blah. Say, are you sure? Mm-hmm. Uh, what if you get the job and a team calls you to play? Oh, I'll go play. I say, well, it doesn't work that way. You know, like you have to detach yourself from from this, and when you do that, then you go and uh, whatever. I think the the whole TV thing is a good way, yeah, of uh, kind of like starting to detach yourself, but you're still involved, right? And then you find yourself like, oh, okay, I yeah. can go this way. I can go this way. All right. So you heard Alex Cora, what he thought of Turner. And remember what he said about that meeting with Turner and Kike and Kenley. Remember what he said, because we're going to come back to that. This is what, this is what, first I want to play you what Justin Turner said about how he viewed it, how he views the role of a manager right now compared to even a few years ago. All right. Here's Justin Turner talking about managing. Announce the hitter, then that guy finished warm-ups. They can go in and bring in whoever they want, whoever they want out of the bullpen to face the guy that you already announced. But if you don't announce him until after he finishes warm-ups, then you know if something happens while he's warming up and he gets hurt and they bring in the lefty, then I don't have to burn. You don't have to burn that player. Like so, just like little things like that. Do you that, thought it, like is, did that make you like you said you like to sort of watch a game and think? Did, did that make you think through it even more? Yeah, like him saying that. Yeah, I mean, it makes total sense. Yeah, and you know the guy that he learned it from was Ron Renicky, who I'm very familiar with. Mm-hmm. He was with the Dodgers for a long time, and I obviously have the most respect for for Ron and the way he sees the game as well. So, um, no, it's just little stuff like that is is cool to hear. I, it interests me. Does that, does that scratch the itch a little bit more? Like when you, when someone does that, or like a minute? I mean, or, again. You don't, I mean, you don't know what's going to happen yeah, right now, but yeah. I don't know. It's like, if, I don't know if other managers have done that with you before or not. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I spent a lot of time around, you know, Dave and, and Bob here and, um, and decision makings and talking about stuff like that. But um, it's just when games are happening, like, for the most part, I'm locked into the game and what's going on. And I feel like sometimes if you're 
<clears throat> you're sitting on the other end of the dugout, you know, there could be conversations about who knows what mm. going on, and that just, like, doesn't always interest me. <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> yeah, the, yes, there's a big difference between the other end of the dugout and that. Yeah. The, is there... Is there something that like you can appreciate about maybe that you didn't appreciate as you're younger about managing? Like I talk about managing and in baseball, and it's so much about managing, like managing a season, managing a clubhouse. Man, like is there something that you can now you appreciate more about it than more than ever? Well, it's, it's kind of like uh, being a psychologist now I mean you have to manage 26 different personalities and try to figure out a way to you know push the right buttons to get the most out of every guy and every guy handles conversations or constructive criticism or coming down on them every guy handles that differently and understanding you know who you're dealing with and how to approach it and also understanding that if you approach stuff different with one player than you do the other player, uh, that might affect you know how it's handled one way or the other. You know, so mm. that's where I think I don't know. I don't know if managers get enough credit in the game. You know, everyone just thinks that oh, you left this guy in too long, or you should have pulled this guy out of the game or mm-hmm. you should have thrown this reliever or whatever but there's so much more to it than yeah. people even have any clue of is it more that way than ever you think more that way than ever yeah I mean I'm not saying I'm like back in the old days but you know I felt like it used to be you didn't do something right you got yelled at and that was it and deal with it I don't think it's that way anymore <laughs> you know and a lot of times the, the players policed it and policed it and they were they could be pretty brutal mm. about some of that stuff and it's just not the you don't, it's the, not the case so the importance of I talked to um, Tori Lovello about Longoria with the Diamondbacks yeah. and Hazen and they like the importance of having the message coming from a player is different than coming from a manager right. but like you said it's even that's different like yeah. you gotta have those guys mm-hmm. but still you still have to have, it seems like you just if I'm reading it right you still have to have a manager that can relate more than ever in other words a manager can't just be hanging out in the manager's office well yeah I think eventually you know we can have as many conversations with guys and sometimes it just it doesn't land so then he comes in and says that same man message and now all of a sudden he's got everyone's attention or even vice versa you know he's saying hey we gotta do this we gotta do this we gotta do this and it's not landing and then you know, someone comes up and steps up and they kind of reinforce it a player like and now it lands a little more so it's kind of it goes hand in hand it can't just be one sided or one person the whole time so um I don't know. It's, it's complicated. I know. Well, that's the whole idea. It's complicated. And so this is the last thing is is that um, being here around Alex, how is it different than other managers, and how and is it what you thought it would be? I mean, you know him a little bit probably, but yeah. I mean, I think he's been great. He's very laid back he sees the game he understands the game um he communicates well with players he relates well with players um and 
you know he wants to win, but he understands also the the big picture and uh, you know the, the process that goes goes into it. So um, so far it's been. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now I loop back with Turner a little while later after I talked to Cora, after I talked to Kenley, and I wanted to ask him his view of the meeting, the aforementioned meeting that Cora called. So this is what Turner had to say about that. I think it meant a lot, especially to our relationship going forward. So. Did it hit home? I mean, like Kenley was saying, like sometimes you don't understand like how it hits until it hits. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it was good to hear and good to be able to, you know, wipe your hands clean and, and move forward together. Yeah. So now you have... Uh, painting the picture of Justin Turner, why we consider him maybe, maybe, maybe a really good major league manager. I mean, I can tell you, I think he would make an absolutely great major league manager. And and there's been a lot of guys that I've seen that people say, oh, you know, he would make a good manager. And I'm like, yeah, you know, the, the, you know, maybe in this way, but not that way. Maybe in this way, not that way. I just think Turner would make a really, really good major league manager. We've seen guys do it out of the gate, really, really close to their playing days. We've seen guys take some time. We've seen guys take coaching jobs, minor leagues, on on people's staffs or whatever it is. But I am telling you, if this guy wants to do it, and he's still a really good player, if this guy wants to do it, he's going to be able to do it. All right, so let's go back to that meeting that they had. If you want to hear the passion and the viewpoint and the perspective of those guys, those Dodgers players, who Cora had to meet with, then you're going to want to listen to Kenley Jansen. This is powerful stuff from Kenley. And, of course, it finishes off where we began with him saying that Justin Turner is going to be an excellent manager. All right. I hope everybody enjoyed all of this. It was like, I just think it was a lot of great stuff all put together. And um, yeah. So in synopsis, Justin Turner going to be a really good major league manager. I think Alex Cora good on him for taking Turner under his wing and viewing him as a guy that he actually wants to mentor. And also good on Cora as part of the managerial job to understand how it was important it was to get those guys together and good on Kenley for being as honest as he is. All right, here you go, Kenley Jansen. So I was um, talking to Alex Cora, and we were talking about Justin Turner becoming a manager potentially down the road. And uh, so there's two things I want to ask you about. Number one about Justin, but also we're talking about communication. Uh And and Alex had mentioned how he got you, Kike, and Justin together to talk about the whole Dodgers thing and how much that meant. He's the one who said this. Uh, how much it what? Uh, what? How much it what you say? No, no. He's how much it meant to us? Yeah, how much it meant. Like, just the fact that he got you guys together. 
<laughs> okay. So, I'm gonna be 100% honest with you, not bullshitting. I just feel like I wanna cry in that moment when he say that. It's just, uh, I feel like a, a, a weight came off, you know, by, by him step up and say, you know, we fucked up, you know what I'm saying? As, as the whole group. Because I feel like that was my best season that I ever had in my career. And, you know, I dominated the whole year, dominated the whole playoffs, and the Houston Astros was the only one, you know, who put the bat in, who put the ball in play. And, you know, and it is over with, man. You know, we can't change stuff, but what we can, what we can do is appreciate when someone step up and come forward and, you know, be accountable of what they did. And to me, it's, it's, it's respect, you know, that, that I will respect AC forever for that. And I will appreciate him and love him forever for that. Why should I be mad to him? You know, it's, it's not, you know, it's not that. If you tell me that you don't make mistakes, and then who are you then? You know, we all make mistakes in this world. And, you know, um, we learn from it and get better. And for him, it, it, he learns from it and get better. And um, I learned from it also, too, that, you know, as much you believe in God and all that stuff, carry your faith, you know, you got to forgive, you know, and I forgive him for that. And... I appreciate him and I love him for that. So, you know, um, and we can move on. And I'm telling you, I'm having a, a great season by enjoying this game again this year also, knowing that that, you know, it's a side of relief also. When were you surprised when he did it? Because you saw near this, it's the elephant in the room, right? Yeah, I mean, I was over with it already. I would give the whole situation already, you know, to move forward. Um, when that thing came on in... 2020, I believe, that thing came out. Yeah, the 20, uh, yeah, yeah, 2020. I was pissed that, that year, and then 2021, uh, I already moved forward. But, you know, it caught me by surprise, because I, to me, I was already over with it. You know, I don't need no explanation. But, like I say, I love him and respect him even more now. For even that, for me, that was already put behind, and he came and, you know, be accountable and learn from his mistakes. He said, because we were talking about Justin, he said that Justin flat out said, I'm glad you did this. What was your reaction? Like you said you wanted to cry, but what was your reaction to him? Did you just say same sort of thing? Yes. Yeah, it's, 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 at the end of the day, it's still a sign of relief because even thought that you forgive, you never know how much weight that thing still holds in your life. You, know? you don't know until till really. You don't know until yeah. you really know. Like, yeah. So when uh, that person who was on it tells you that I'm sorry and you realize that weight came off you know what I'm saying like you was holding it without even knowing mm-hmm. you know so it's great man because I play with this game I play this game with all my heart man I love this game it's, it ain't about money of course you know you want to take care of your family when you're in, the, in, your, in your contract years or, or I mean you know free agent years but at the end of the day man I played this game with all my heart because I love this game since I was five and you know everybody loved winning you know even you know the Dodgers wanted to win that year you know the Houston Nationals wanted to win that year too you know so um, and sometimes that's how it goes you know and 
we can talk all these, but, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, um, <laughs> I keep that to myself. Oh, well, yeah. let me ask you this, because this came out and we're talking about it. I don't know if you saw, like, Manfred the other day. That's what I'm about to say. I didn't want to say it. All right, well, I'll, you know, we'll bring it up. Okay, well. I'm going to bring it up. Uh, but, 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 I mean. At the end of the day, if he would have done a better job, you know, it could have been a whole lot easier for, for all Well, of I mean, Alex was the one who took, you know, he did wrong, but it was. He, yeah, he took the bullet. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it shouldn't be that way. You shouldn't crucify him. You know, I think you should have crucified the whole team if you want to crucify someone, right? Mm-hmm. So you can't do that with one person and knowing that a whole lot was more involved into it and they dodged from the bullet. So to me, as a team, you should have, you know, um, the same thing that you don't want to put, you know, you could say steroids guys in the Hall of Fame or whatever, this and that. It's the same way you should have valued that too as a 2017, you know, and that's what I love about soccer. FIFA will be that would have never happened in FIFA. That 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 trophy would have been taken off. Yeah. So you know he should have been he should have done a better job. But it's over with. Yeah, we, we we love um we love this game, man. You keep playing, and it's no hard feelings for me with any 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 2017 Houston Astros guys. You know I respect all of them. Um, you know, hey, nobody was nobody was controlling that game that time. You know, so you know, just like steroids era and all those era. Yeah, talk about sticky era. You know, this is better control now, but the, this, the discipline should be better. The last thing is how this conversation came up, which was Justin Turner being a manager. <laughs> you know, just as I was asking about in. And Alex said that he's he's talked to Justin in a way that he hasn't talked to any other player, like during games, about things like... I mean, I know that Justin has a long way to go here, but still, you've been around him. This he probably be a damn really good manager, I'm yeah. telling you that. And I would love to be his pitching coach. So I'm not looking, I'm not looking forward to, to, to coach when I'm done playing, you know? But if he will be a manager, I will damn sure would love to be a pitching coach. All right, let it be said, let it be done. All right, thank you. In celebration of opening day, we've got a special episode of the Moth Podcast for you. The theme is baseball and the surprising ways it connects people. I gaze out at the players on the field, and then I, uh, I look over at my dad, and I, I realize that in the silence between us that something has changed. It's like I'm seeing him for the first time. Two stories about baseball, family, and so much more. The episode's available right now. Subscribe to The Moth Podcast to make sure you hear it.